Next tractor coming up is going to be Tony Hassebrick, the storm chaser out of Minnesota, Iona, Minnesota. On the truck side, we've got Matt Becker coming up out of Centralia, Kansas with Code Red, with his Code Red two-wheeler. Frosted Frog, coolers and tumblers. Frosted Frog, based out of Rock Valley, Iowa, before you go out and impulse buy a high-end cooler, check out frostedfrog.com. I promise you'll be glad you did. You'll be thankful that you did. Frosted Frog coolers, coolest coolers on planet Earth. Several different styles, sizes, and colors, as well as color combinations. Frostedfrog.com. Hey, if you're watching at home on Outlaw Bullying TV, send us a shout on Messenger. Tell us where you're watching from, what's going on, if you're having a party or just sitting on the couch watching TV on this Friday night. Big thanks to the Glenn Freeze family tuning in. Very thankful to the last doctor's report we got on Glenn Freeze. He drives an unlimited light super stock tractor. They were totally redoing that tractor for this season when he was diagnosed with stage four cancer. And the prognosis after his last checkup has been really, really good. So any prayers going out to the Freeze family? Thanks for tuning in. Tony Hassebrack. Storm Chaser. One ninety seven point six six feet. One ninety seven point six six. Fuller's just a little warning for the next class is coming up. That track is a lot tighter than what it might look like. If you're just observing it, not going out there and actually checking it out. A lot of bite out there on this track here in Gibbon, Nebraska. Taylor Ranbeek tuning in from home. He said, unfortunately, they were waiting on a turbo. It was supposed to be there today. Pulls in the diesel super stock class. Last year's winner, actually. The points champion in 2021. Turbo did not come in the mail, so they were unable to get the tractor done. So he's watching from home. Thanks for tuning in, Taylor. Yeah, 
AgroShield. It's no coincidence. AgroShield is one of America's fastest growing farm and specialty chemical companies for price, quality, and service. Check out agro-shield.com. Steph. We're going to run the two-wheeler first, I believe. This one comes out of Kansas. Matt Becker. Code red. Big block Chevrolet on this one. Short. Three nineteen point two seven feet. Three nineteen point two seven. Current points leader in the class, Mike Mason break out of Gretna, the inches matter, John Deere. Mike Mason break on a mission with that 42.55 John Deere last weekend, got two in a row. Moves into the lead, 369.04, 369.04 feet. Next puller, two wheel drives. Toria McDowell comes out of Ravenna, Nebraska. Really insane, the name of her truck. 350.93, the mark to beat.
Crops stand stronger, bins fill faster, margins grow wider with decal. A history of success starts with the consistent yield potential of decal brand corn. Featuring exclusive genetics, whole farm solutions, and unmatched decal dealer support help you realize the future of performance with decal. Decal.com. On the tractor side over here, Mike Mason Brink moved into the lead. If he wins tonight, hey, buddy. three in a row, a two in a row last weekend. Looking on win number three, currently leading the points. Next tractor up is Keith Keyshaw out of Ravenna, Nebraska, the diehard deer. All right, young lady behind the wheel out of Ravenna. Royally insane. This is Toria McDowell, 1955 Chevrolet truck. smoke billowing out from underneath the power plant on that Chevy truck. Probably going to need a pull-off. Need a pull-off on the track. Hey, Ronald. What's happening? We're live. I'm just trying to show our cool video. So, <laughs> How was Cali? What's that, bud? How was Cali? It was awesome. It was awesome. Awesome, huh? I missed well, you, Lufkin, though. I mean, I did. I saw you doing push-ups with with Mackenzie and everybody. So, yeah, you uh, you wouldn't have missed the cell phone signal there. The it was I non-existent. Heard. <laughs> I heard it was no good at all. <laughs> There it is. Okay. I got you. So I'm excited to show you something in a second, but I gotta, I gotta get a little, I gotta get a little better. So we'll start our video over. I hope I picked the right one. It Thank you. 
Oh. Still wrong. I picked her. <laughs> oh, I got a picture right Sorry, buddy. I Chandler's got the right one somewhere. So <laughs> welcome everybody to Outlawed Life. My name is Jason Schultz. Ron Stone over there on my right, as you look at us on the screen. So for the first time ever, Ron, we're live on YouTube, Facebook, and TikTok all at the same time. Nice. nice. So TikTok just rolled out to us, the Beer Money Pulling team, the um, a studio for TikTok Lives. So we have um, 100 people watching on TikTok already. So it, it's fun. And I'm not very... I struggle with just what we had before, <laughs> but that's why I love doing a show with you because you talk, you talk more than I do, or we're, we work well together. And I know you got the show and you'll do the interview so I can go kind of plowing around and stuff like that. But I got TikTok over here and I got our stream yard here and I'm just trying to figure it out. But I'm excited, Ron, because so many people are on TikTok now. And with this live feature that they gave us, we can really grow the outlaw brand even more. And I'm finding out like a lot of our TikTok followers, Ron, are not exactly like your diehard polling fans, like the Facebook fans are. They're just more they they saw you had a cool video, and now they're now they follow you on TikTok, and now we're exposing them to the outlaws. So I'm really excited, buddy. I'm really excited. So very cool, very cool. Welcome, yeah. welcome everyone tuning in. Yeah. So it's so coming off a big weekend in uh, Lufkin, Texas. Huge crowd down there. Uh, big show. Unfortunately, we were unable to run the live stream down there. Uh, we ran into some uh, signal issues. Um, I mean, not only was it uh, impossible to run the live stream, I mean, it was almost impossible to make a phone call down there or even update anything on Facebook. So it was pretty tough. Uh, we use three different carriers to run the live stream and couldn't get any of them to really connect. Uh, and even I run a separate carrier on my phone, was trying to update things on Facebook and it was pretty tough. Uh, I was able to do it a little bit on Friday and after that it was kind of non-existent, but uh, yeah. What a great figured, show. Great I, I kept checking face. I had really good cell phone service in California, which I was shocked. Um, US Cellular worked really good out there. So I was able to upload a lot of stuff. But I was chatting with Kenzie and Chandler, and they said that the internet was terrible because they said, hey, you guys aren't getting enough stuff up on Outlaw Facebook page yeah, about couldn't. the event. And they're like, Jason, we can't. And I'm like, what? So that and that was through text. And then I realized what was going on. But that happens, Ron. We've been to some places where yeah. I'm telling you, no matter what we do, you can't get a good signal. And it's, it is it, the most frustrating thing in the world. Oh, extremely. And I mean, that's what, that took up all my time Friday and Saturday before the show during the day was trying to figure something out using a directional cell antenna. Uh, still, we could not get, you know, the, the signal that we needed. I mean, the signal was, it, it would come up and it was still not enough to push a high definition TV uh, broadcast, but uh, it would disappear. So you couldn't even use that for us, a, a call for crying out loud. So, yep. um, and we used, like I said, three different carriers and uh, 
none of them w- would work. So unfortunately, but we have that uh, in the can and we'll get that up on the channel. Uh, so Sounds like the event was a big success though, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a great success. Good show. Great crowd. Um, Saturday, I was, I was worried that somehow the folks in the crowd had got bad information because there was people there at two thirty, three o'clock sitting in, in the bleachers, just claiming their seats and sat there until we started the show at seven. I mean, it was crazy. Wow. I, I felt bad for them, but they were just saving those seats uh, by sitting there all afternoon and, and they stayed for the whole show. Uh, okay. And we had semis on Saturday night. They had three classes of semis. They had the hottest semis start, class A. And they were pretty uh, entertaining to watch, too. I enjoyed that. Um, yep. A lot of them would have been geared for drag racing, right? So it had been neat to see them, you know, do that as yeah, well. Yeah, and um, for the most part, I mean, all of them had pretty successful hooks. I mean, like I said, it was pretty entertaining. Those hot semis were put on a pretty good show. So, good deal. Good deal. Of course, points finales down there, the four classes that we had. Uh, yep. Points finales uh, in the modified tractor division and the uh, limited pro diesel pickups. Of course, Dan Valance uh, swept the weekend in the 3.0 limited pro diesel pickup class. And he is the outlaw points champion. And we'll get Dan back on at some point. Uh, I figured we just had him on what a week or two ago. So we'd give him a break and bring him back on at some point this fall. So, like, so, when you yeah. talk to Josh and the guys, Ron, I mean, was it their biggest crowd they've ever had? Like, was it was close to the 13,000 last year? or what? I see? think they may have eclipsed that. Um, at, at some point Saturday, they ran out of parking space. Um, awesome. The park vehicles, so uh, spectator vehicles. So they're already planning and brainstorming for next year. And, uh, you know, I told them whatever they needed, you know, give me a call. I would, I would help out as much as I could. Because yep. they, they're wanting to make it, you know, even bigger. If And... They want more spectators in there if possible. And and uh, I, I think it's one of those shows that's going to continue to grow and, and be a monster show that uh, and these guys are dedicated. I mean, they're in it for the long haul and they're in it themselves. They're donating money themselves. I mean, Ronnie Kelly, Kelly's truck parts on uh, Saturday night did the push up challenge, the Mission 22 push up challenge. And he's the one that laid it down the gauntlet there and said, you know, we're going to give 22 bucks to every person that comes out here and does the challenge and he's out there trying to recruit more people and I, they raised like in another company or two matched them they raised uh, 17,000 and change in that push-up challenge out there uh, so they were putting their own money up there too to uh, to give to these charities so it was, it was a great show and I'm looking forward to next year already so that's awesome so I found I've been you know you told me who we have on the show tonight so I've been working on some stuff. I found some uh, some sweet video of Sweet Pain 13 years ago, and I posted a uh, photo up that Alan had sent me from oh Kurt driving the tractor back like in the 70s or 80s or South Dakota. I put it up on the Outlaw page. I don't know if anybody saw that, but yeah, yeah I'm gonna play this video quick and then I'll let you introduce the Omer Mafia. Now remember. Do we need to do like a secret handshake with the mafia stone or how do we do this or what, what has to happen? We got to be careful what we say or. Well, I, I don't think they, I don't think I'm, uh, they trust me that much yet to let me okay. like, make me privy to that kind of thing. So maybe the time I'll build it.
That was Spencer, Iowa in, let's see here, 20, that was 13 years ago in Spencer, Iowa is what it says. Yeah. I think that's Alan's, Alan's YouTube channel from 13 years ago. So Nice. Okay. Yep. We'll run with it, Mr. Stone. Here's our All right, buddy. All right. Uh, hey, guys. Thanks for joining Hi. us. Hi. Hey. Kurt, how, how are you guys doing there? You guys are in uh, Minnow? Yes. Are you in Minnow? Yes. We're, we're sitting <laughs> in our kitchen. Okay. Well, thanks for, for getting out of the combine. It doesn't sound like it was working right anyway, so you needed a break. Did you it? <laughs> We're trying to figure out how to turn our volume up. We, we can barely hear you guys. Okay. Are you guys on a computer or Kurt? Are you on a computer or on the, uh, your phone? No, a laptop. So We're just go down to the bottom right corner and click on the I'll little microphone and then turn it up. I think the reason he can't hear is because he didn't have very good earplugs in on uh, Saturday night. But we heard. No I got my microphone just in case. <laughs> There you go, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ron, I'm going to use this next year at the poll, just so you know, buddy. Right. Okay. <laughs> Going old school announcing there. Yeah, that's from uh, Freeman High School, by the way. That's out there in y'all's neck of the woods. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, Kurt did drive on Saturday night. Uh, Kurt got in the seat. Uh, I think, what you guys get, second Saturday night? Yep. Um, uh, Friday night's pass. I mean, that, that thing just... Uh, Craig was driving. You it just stood up there and just held the front end up and and went right down the track, pretty as you please. So, uh, congratulations, yeah. you guys, uh, on winning the points championship again this year. That's Thank two you. in a row. Um, so, how many in total now since you've been pulling with the Outlaws? Um, well, that's outdated. Well, this stuff's out of date. It's it says eight. six, but we actually eight. So we got to get new merch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you got to update that merchandise, man. So yeah. that's eight points championships for Sweet Pain now. Since yep. since what year? Well, actually, the first one um, Dad really got uh, basically by himself in '92, uh, and the Outlaws were pretty small then, you know. But um, then all the other ones have been 2011, and then and then since then, yeah. 2011, so, we got 2011. Um, Spring of 2011, the Turbine guys, the Barons and Pet, were just not unbeatable. And I, That's I remember right. telling some people, it'd be a, it'd be a miracle for any piston engine vehicle to beat these guys. You know, you might be able to beat them here or there. You know, get some wins, but to be able to sustain all the events, and we ended up building uh, seven engines that year in order to get it done. Three during the season, so it. I didn't think it was going to happen, but it did. You guys are still running what some would consider uh, an antiquated setup. I mean, uh, the triple shiv. I mean, some would consider it that, you know, when, when everyone went to the twin Hemis, the side by side, you know, that was the way to go. And everybody's going to switch. You guys, you guys have kind of perfected. You hung on to this, uh, this stair yeah. step triple Chevys. You've hung on to that. And the balance you guys have with that tractor now is, it's awesome. I mean, thank you. There may be some teams that want to think about going back to that kind of setup again. Uh, I mean. Well, I tell you what, the um, you know, we had two motors on and we had them stair stepped, and then um, we were running 1471s then, and and then uh, dad 
dad had the idea. He's like, you know, if, if we had 871s on, we wouldn't be so hard on motors. And and so we put that on. And then we were out in uh, Sandwich, Illinois. And I'm not sure if that was maybe 99 and out by Chicago. And we were struggling with the bouncy stuff, the, um, you know, the front end up, down, up, down, the rear end bouncing and and uh, things were getting pretty serious and pretty heated between me and dad there. And there's there's like a, in Sandwich, Illinois, there's kind of a, I call it the grassy knoll. You know, everybody knows about the Dallas grassy knoll when JFK got shot. Well, there was, a, there was some serious stuff about to happen on the grassy knoll in Sandwich, <laughs> Illinois. And, and uh, dad, dad and I figured out um, we, we needed to approach it in a different way. And we, we switched, we were sharing 50-50 drivers at that point, and we figured out, some of this has to do with the driver. You know, I think sleds were changing at that time. And, and so uh, that's when dad and I really concentrated on, on all the things it took to make a smooth straight run. Cause all the color in the world doesn't matter if you're not smooth and straight and just the plain fundamentals. Right. Yeah. The try is this Friday night's hook, Jason, that you're bringing up here. Oh, this is Saturday. This is Saturday. So this is Kurt driving. Yeah. Now for those of you watching that don't, don't know who the Almers are. And he, he mentioned, Craig mentioned dad. A uh, dad is Kurt. Uh, and then Kurt's son is Craig. And then Craig's son is Ty. Uh, wave to the folks, Ty. And then who's the little guy you got there? This is Trace. This, this is Trace. Trace. This is uh, this is my youngest son. And then um, and Trace is a fourth grader. And then uh, my daughter is a senior. She, she's not here tonight. And then uh, my wife is in the house. We're, Ty and I, uh, or Trace and I and, and my wife, Ivy, Tori, our daughter, we all live in Larchwood, Iowa. We're about 75 miles from mom and dad, home place, Mount South Dakota. And then uh, Ty lives here in Larchwood also. Okay. So this is in my shop office. Yeah, the backdrop is perfect there, the, the trophies behind you. Yeah. Um, Never so enough. That, <laughs> so the, the, the triple Chevy design there like i said that some would say that's that's antiquated i mean you guys but you guys turn those motors a lot harder than a, a lot of other teams would on those big box chevys i mean what kind of rpm are you guys turning with those it's really changed over the years you know it, it actually slowed down a little bit um we were up around nine thousand rpm and it slowed down to more like eight thousand and um you know the combination works so we're not going to get too crazy with it, but one thing's for sure: things don't ever stay the same. You know, the tires change, and the and they, you name it, changes. Yeah, I mean, oh, you everything. And speaking then, of that, with, with the tire change you just mentioned, I mean, that kind of changed everything for you guys last year. Uh, that was a big key to your success. Uh, was was the tire change? I'd say I'd say when we switched from Firestones to Pro Pullers, it made setting up the tractor a lot easier it put us in a lot better spot to get a hold of every track. And then we were able to just drive it the same. Yeah. That, you guys that, hear no. if I play the, the video? Can I play the video with sound Ron from Saturday night? Sure. sure. Okay. And I'll, I'll let you guys start yakking again, but this is fun to need to see. I haven't, I haven't seen Kurt drive a tractor for a couple years. So I'm excited. To hear. So this was Lufkin Saturday night.
Hello, rear tire. Is it holding the dirt back? It looked like that tire was growing a little bit there. I think they're supposed to, right, Ron? Yeah. I'll let the I'll let the rest of the class play, but I'll turn the sound off so we can okay. um, gotcha. keep jamming. So yeah, going back, going, going back to the tires and changing things last year. I mean, that's what prompted you guys to 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 tear things down last season. I mean, touch on that a little bit. What you had to do uh, to get the balance right, and you said the balance was it was a little off last year because you had some. Uh, you're pulling the front end a little too high last year. Yeah, we just plain simply couldn't uh, keep the front end down. Uh, fortunately, it was close enough, and and our combination, we've always been able to run it on the wheelie bars and, and make straight runs doing that. I mean, you don't always make a straight run. You don't always make the perfect run, but most guys, when they hit the wheelie bars, it really upsets their vehicle. So we made like uh, nine or 10 runs with those pro pullers on. And every time we hit the wheel, we either hit the wheelie bars and stayed on them or we hit them and it, and it came down. But it's pretty tough to, you know, make great runs night after night after night. So we went to work and removed a couple hundred pounds off the rear, the back half of the tractor. And then, um, and actually I went to work and, Took yeah. 20 pounds off and he took 20 pounds off. And uh, yeah. we, we we started to figure out that might be easier to take it off of our bellies than uh, off the tractor. But yeah, so that way we, you know, we put all that on the front end and gives you that ability. So you, you, you guys were able to trim what, 200, 200 plus pounds from the tractor over yeah. the winter. Yep. So you yep. were able and to. As you can tell, we changed the look, you know, we, we wanted to change it up. Um, the dad and I have talked for years that we'd love to have a, a chrome cage. And uh, then when I found out that chrome is heavier, I said, no, that, that kind of defeats the purpose here. So uh, I went to work with a bunch of belts. He we went through like 75 sanding belts to get it uh, to look, you know, that kind of that chrome look. And then he, then he clear coated it. Yeah, you guys now uh, just to update everyone who, curious of how everything finished up uh before lufkin coming into lufkin after spencer uh, you guys had a six point lead over uh, wayne longnecker and the river rat uh, unfortunately on friday night wayne's tractor actually popped out of gear coming down the track that pretty much uh sewed up a championship i mean i think you guys all he had to, all you had to do was come out and bump the sled saturday night uh, and you would have won it um so yeah, unfortunately, we, we want to see it get a little tighter than that or, or be a little closer, but uh, Wayne had some bad luck on, on Friday night. But uh, yeah, could have been yeah. worse. It sounded worse. <laughs> I don't think I don't think the Olmers would agree with that last statement, Ron. Can you put any tighter? <laughs> I think they were happy the way things went the way they did. <laughs> you, you say, Ron, I got to say something. Sure. Um, you got to realize the, first, the beginning, the first half of the season, Craig, how many events did we go to where we – flip-flop back between Wayne's yeah. and us. Yeah. I tell you what, I looked at that today um, before I even realized we were going to be on here. And so we ran 20 times this summer. At run number 16, we had a three-point lead. 
that was the biggest lead that we had or the biggest lead that Wayne at some point Wayne was ahead of us by three points. And um, most of the time it was either a two point game. Uh, you know, he, he was either up by two or we were up by two or we were tied. But think about that 16 runs in and the Still. biggest spread we had was three points. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's unreal. I mean, how yeah, much I mean, it, it makes definitely makes it uh, more exciting when it's that close. Uh, you guys, I mean, a lot of people, uh, it draws more people in and, and want to just to follow that points race and that uh, between you guys to the end, uh, which, you know, it's, it's pretty tantalizing to see that. And you guys going back and forth. We saw that in a few classes this summer. Um, but yeah. And Longnecker, of course, I mean, he has his, he's got some trophies behind him, you know, when we bring him on the show too, he's, he's been around for a while and he had his own uh, challenges, you know, last couple of years, he finally got the, that tractor running really well uh, where he was fighting a bouncing problem and, and couldn't get the balance right on it. Um, but I want to get into the team a little bit here. You guys, I mean, this is a family uh, pulling team here and between the three of you, drivers i mean does each person have their own specific job or duties they do on the tractor whether you're preparing it for a pull or at the pulls a little bit we have our focus you know we're we're pretty well cross trained i guess you would say um i set the fuel systems normally um i guess we can talk about the things that we normally focus on um dad usually gets out early and watches the track and watches uh, classes in front of us if there if there are to try to get the lowdown on kind of what's going on there. And um, yeah, you can go, you can kind of go on and on here. Uh, you know, mom does all kinds of, keeps us going up and down the road with all the food and the clothing and the, all, all that jazz. Um, all the girls do, uh, you know, they're all doing all that stuff in the background that you, you can't, you never tell. Um, it, it, normal, normal to this show. Um, he would go to our Facebook page, and, and that's probably coming later. But there's some videos on there. One is Trace's job, so I I just posted on there like an hour ago, um, a, a video of Trace videoing us. He, he's but, the official cameraman of the team now. He's, yeah. Well, he's the media yeah. guy. Mom, not that mom was doing a bad job, but mom <laughs> has been our, our main camera person for ever and ever way back to the big old VHS camera. Right. You know, it was like huge, but um, yeah, Trace took a liking to it and he does really good with it. And and so we might have to check that out here in a little bit, but uh, what other I, actually, I saw that post uh, that you posted yeah. a little while ago. So yeah, I was standing there in the same area when I was announced and I saw him down there doing his job down there. Otherwise, jobs, you know, I mean, away from the away from the track, um, you know, I, I don't know if you speak for dad, but I think he really likes putting pistons in engines and he really likes setting blowers on top when when it gets to that point. <laughs> Is that true, Kurt? You, you enjoy doing that part? Yeah, that's buttoning up the whole deal, you know. <laughs> You know, and when, when Barb comes to the shop, she says, my gosh, you guys got a long ways to go yet. Said, no, we just got a couple big pieces to put on. She'll be ready to start. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, we, we kind of got our jobs. You know, when we get done pulling, Craig is the oil filter man. And uh, he gives us a report on the oil filters after every run. 
and Ty and me, we start taking the spark plugs out and taking the valve covers off and checking rocker arm clearances. And, and then my, my job to finish it up is I usually do this, the magnetos. I check the, the timing on each motor. And uh, that's kind of our standard routine after every pass down the track. How do you, how do you decide who's going to drive? Oh, I kind of, kind of leave it up to Craig and Ty. You know, I've, I've done this since uh, 1970 and 1976, two things happened. Uh, built my first supercharged Chevrolet motor and Barb and me got married. <clears throat> and that was the start of Mother Barb and Sweet Pain in 1976. <laughs> <laughs> so then I think it was like in 1984 is when we went to two motors. We, uh, we ran a lot in the Iowa pulling association and we ran the 52 and the 72. So the 52, we ran one bowler motor and the 72, we'd swing another motor on top and set her on. And, and Barbara and me pretty much did that all. Hmm. Uh, we could, we could add a motor in about 20 minutes. Wow. And we ran we, we ran a twin in the 72 and then craig started to get a little older and um oh i think you were about 16 weren't you craig when you started driving yep had to be 16. yeah 16 we had a twin we had yeah. twin with 14s on at that time no roll cage no seat belt you know yeah, yeah the tractor's way safer today than it ever was yeah, speaking of that, I mean, I was actually there announcing when Ty drove his very first time oh, uh, in Missouri, and he won that pool there. Was that <laughs> is that Montgomery City or Troy? I can't remember. Troy, Missouri. Troy. Okay, I get those two mixed up sometimes. But yeah, I was there for that. Uh, that was pretty cool to see. But um, were they always stair stepped, even when you had the twin motors? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. They sure were. Yep. And Ty, or Dad touched on the the twin. The I'm not I'm not exactly sure what year you went to the twins, but in '84 is when you built the chassis that you could run two motors in the light class. That's when you oh, built the okay. light setup. So before that, it would have been a different chassis where they were swinging them in and out. So I'm I'm old enough to remember, and I remember he would like give me a bolt to tighten here or there that uh, probably not important probably was tight already bold i don't <laughs> so we needed to make a really good run here and trace knew that and uh and i'm putting me on the spot buddy but he was nervous that we were we weren't going to break something really bad so uh he doesn't have to pee but it looks like he has to pee. <laughs> So, you know, we, we got to give credit to uh, Ginger Miller. She's actually taped uh, Trace. Trace doing this video here <laughs> because she says everybody was taping the tractor and she was watching Trace because Ginger and Trace go back a few years. Uh, Ginger actually got Trace introduced to their swimming pool years ago and kind of helped them learn how to swim a little bit and so he's kind of special to Ginger all the time. And she told me about this after she did it. And she said it turned out so neat. And then and then she passed it around so we could all see it, you know. And yeah, it really turned out cute. He, he seems awesome. a little he seems nervous. Were you nervous, Trace? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Craig said he looked like he had to pee. So <laughs> why were you nervous? Yeah. What were you nervous about? I don't really know, but <laughs> you knew you make a Yeah. I think I think we were all a little bit nervous that Friday night, you know. This was Saturday. Uh we never we never have pulled down in that country. Um, you know, we got a watch. There we go. Give her the <laughs> one, two. <laughs> you know, when you go to a, an area that you've never pulled in, you don't know the dirt. Right. Um, you don't quite know how the sleds are set. Um, but uh, there it is. <laughs> these, Brandon and his crew, they do a terrific job with their sleds. So, yes. Absolutely. And the other thing that was going on down there, you know, well, were we at 150 foot elevation? You know, we were pretty close to the ocean, and and uh, you know the density altitude was, was quite a bit different than what we normally run in. I mean, it was like half as as high as what we normally run in, and so yeah, you're just trying to do super good, and you know, hope something silly doesn't happen like here. So you made some adjustments then for the, uh, the location, correct? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Okay. Uh, I, I know, Kurt, you you guys were a little nervous about the track. I think you thought it was going to be dry and dusty there on Friday. Well, it sure sure looked that way earlier when I talked to you. <laughs> but that was an excellent track. As good a track as we'd seen all summer, I'd have to say. Yep. Well, Saturday night, we were fully loaded. We couldn't have been heavier. So. Yeah, it was... Uh, it was a good track down there. He's been adding clay to that track every year, um, just shortly before the pull, and he was going to do it this year. And uh, you know, he, he was talking to Will and I both, and we were like, "Just, just leave it alone. If that clay is still going to be there. Let's, you know, it had some ground cover on it. Let's leave it alone till you know the day of the pull." And and uh, and it's been dry down there, but they'd been adding water to it uh, for a couple of weeks before, and. Uh, we told him just leave it alone, keep adding water, keep adding water. And and Richard said there was water, uh, there was moisture six inches down. So we just had that crust on the top and it looked dry, but there was moisture under there, obviously, when we broke it open and started to pull. But uh, yeah, it did turn out to be a good track. Yep. I'd like to add, so we're in Larchwood, Grandma and Grandpa, they're in, they're in Menno, so it doesn't really work very good for those grandma and grandpa to come up you know often enough as we work on the tractor so when we're we're in larchwood it's mainly me and dad that we do the like majority of the fabrication work and 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 grandpa keeps the truck going and and then when he comes over he'll he'll just go all hands in on assembly and and stuff like that Go ahead. Make sure you're doing it right. Well, I know he's, he's a quality and what do they call that? Quality check. Quality, yeah, quality check. control. Yeah. Quality control. <laughs> you got to pop in and have some uh, surprise visits, Kurt. Make yeah. sure they're doing things right there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Especially when we were changing the fender design. Fender design and being able to get into the tractor, it was completely different. We made the radius different, and the gap between the tire and the fender different. So it's more of a bugger to get in. We had we had a little steering wheel on there because our big one was hitting the throttle. It was, everything was so much tighter. So we had this oh, wow. little pedal tractor steering wheel. <laughs> it 
what nine inches diameter and yeah i think i think it caught grandpa by the surprise he was staring at it and but we don't run we didn't run that steering wheel we found a little bit bigger one but you know yeah the tractor looks looks great yeah thank you one, one yeah. time here in the last year he called me up what do you got for me to do over there and i'm like oh we got you know we got some piston rings to file and eh, maybe i'll come over tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> I hate fitting rings. That's not my <laughs> job. He was hoping you might get that done before he gets there, and he could just, yeah. he could just yeah. put him in the motor. <laughs> nice. So yeah, you guys. I mean, you guys are a very professional operation. Like the way you guys do things, and uh, I mean, it's like a well-oiled machine, and uh, it's it's paying off the way you do things. I mean, two championships in a row. Uh, very cool. Uh, so what, if anything? Are you planning for next year? Anything, any changes or? Yep. We're going to go to an Allison. Oh, are you? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm going to call Wayne and have him set one up for us. <laughs> so, I mean, is there anything else to perfect on? I mean, oh, yeah. Craig, do you think there's anything to perfect on with it? I mean, is it, is it good to go for next year? You know, um, in, in like an, recent times here i've had a couple of people ask me they're like well what what did you do you know what did you do that made that big difference and i it, it's a zillion little things it you know um, <laughs> production guy there he's slacking i am i'm working on it <laughs> we're wondering what's coming here. <laughs> yeah, we yes, get asked, you know, we just keep we just keep tweaking away, you know, and uh, trying to improve that, trying to improve this, and and if it doesn't work, we we change it, get rid of it, whatever, you know, take it off, put something different on. Um, it's just it's just always constantly changing stuff. You just don't even know, you know. I mean, you can look back to the sleds of. I'll say old days uh, and how much different that is. Uh, we, we, we talked about the twin engine when I started driving, um, you know, the, the Wayne Longnecker, the, the river rat and the sweet pain go back a lot of years, a lot, a lot, a lot of years. Um, I can remember beating him at the Iowa state fair when I think I was 17 and Holy smokes, was that a big deal? I mean, oh, but yeah. ran like, uh, 105 mile an hour wheel speed or some 110 mile an hour wheels you know that track was hard to get a hold of the tires weren't good in those days um it's like you know you don't run that today it's like how could you not run that today you have twice the horsepower you did then well the tires are better the tracks are better um but yeah that's just you just got to adapt to those changes as they come along and so we'll just continue to do that and where we can find power or where we think we're going to gain power. We'll work on that. And where we think we can grind traction. We'll work on that and yep. keep that combination singing. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it, it's awesome. You guys have had an awesome year. Um, yeah. I was just curious if there was anything else you could, you know, tweak on the thing that you haven't already. And, and what year is this picture here, Kurt? Yeah. Why? I put this picture on the screen twice. Why? Alan, Alan I, was this, I was thinking it, Jason, but they were talking. I, like, so I, didn't... 
You know, I mean, I know I'm, I know I'm the co-host, but come on, I want a little credit. Alan Ulmer sent me this, and he had That's to go right. out in the yard and dig it out of a coffee can, and you guys won't even talk about it. I, I was hoping that picture would go away, but uh, no, I, that's got to be back about in 76, 78, back in there, about the first year we ran a blower motor. And uh, You said something, Kurt, about South Dakota something. Um, shoot. Maybe like State Fair. South Coast I put it in the comments. Give me a second. Oh, gosh, I don't know. See, back, back in those yeah. days... South Dakota had a tractor pulling association and uh, our dad and uh, a couple brothers of mine and a couple other guys from hometown of Menno, we actually built um, a sled called the Cannonball and we went around and promoted tractor pulls all over in South Dakota. You have a picture of the Cannonball, Kurt, anywhere? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we would. We've got one. We would. Oh, wait. Yeah, right here. Put yeah. that right up to the screen, Ty. I don't There's know if one. this is going to work, but yeah. we, we grabbed a couple things that were just sitting around my office here. Um, Hold on. I'll make okay. you big. Give me a second. I'll so make you big. So there's not a good picture, great picture of the – hold on. I'm trying to find our camera. Ah. Um, this is from the mental tractor pole. Uh, let's see here. So right here by my pinky, that's the cannonball. Um, this is actually Grandpa Marvin. Uh, you know, that's, dad's dad's dad. That's pulling our 4440 John Deere that time. Yep. Yeah. And I think, dad, I think that's you flagging. That <laughs> could be. Yeah, it could be. And then that's, that's you. I can't quite see here. That one's you. Um, uh, going down the track and uh here's gary barons you know the turbinators this is gary barons back then uh, yep. so i don't know what year this is but you know i don't know when the Late track 70s was. probably probably middle middle 70s we we ran the cannonball from uh oh 70 what year we get married 76 72 to about 85. But in 1976, we did 75 tractor pulls with that sled. Wow. Wow. We while you were campaigning, campaigning your own tractor. Yes. Right. Yes. We were all over the country. That was that centennial year. And uh, yep. we did pulls in Nebraska and Iowa and Minnesota, South Dakota. We were all over. Wow. Now it's more dedication. Born in 79 and uh, in the winter of 79, and, and my folks say I was at 60 events before I was one. <laughs> I don't know, so they tell me. <laughs> Maybe that's how I got hooked. <laughs> Maybe I wasn't sucking on a pacifier. Maybe I was sucking on a spark plug or a wristband. <laughs> so, Kurt, pulling back in those days, I mean, what organizations did you, had, did you ever pull with, like the NTPA back then or any other organizations? Yeah. Um, mostly, of course, South Dakota tractor pullers, Iowa tractor pullers, um, a little bit in Minnesota. That would have been NTPA in Minnesota. On the Iowa tractor pullers, um, I don't know, in the 70s, I can't answer for that, but in the 80s, 
And then in the 90s, the Iowa tractor pullers would have been a member state of the NTPA. Okay. You know, and then eventually we went on to run Region 3 uh, NTPA. And then they had a few region, they were trying to get region five going, you know, so we, we did a little bit of that, but there wasn't very much. Kurt, your, your most memorable pull, the one that sticks out in your mind throughout your, your pulling career. Me? The one, one that stands out that you think about. Well, back in the old days, I think the highlight of our summer was going to the Hinton Iowa tractor pull. They used to call that the Midwest Championship Pole or something like that. And of course, Hinton is north of Sioux City, northeast of Sioux City, Iowa. And, uh, you know, half of our hometown of Menno would be there. And that was just a great event to win down there. And, and we just love to go down there and agitate them Iowa guys, you know. <laughs> you know, we were from South Dakota. We were a nobody, but them guys had their tractors half wore out by that time, you know, mid, mid to late July. And our stuff was fresh and ready to go. And we usually do pretty good down there, but that was always a highlight to go to that one. Today it's, it's Rock Valley and Wisner. I mean, those are our two. And white, white. Just great events, great events. And, there's so many of them that are, are really good. And we're getting such a following of people behind us that um, they're, they're all good, you know? Yeah. I mean, you, you guys are definitely building the following. I mean, who do you have to have whack to get one of those uh, Homer mafia hats? Just curious. Well, you, you gotta talk to, you gotta talk to Ty about that. He's, <laughs> he's the wearable man. <laughs> Yeah. So have you guys noticed an uptick in, in like uh, traffic to your, your Facebook page and social yeah. media? Yeah, we yeah. had, oh, uh, it was a couple years ago when I, we started posting a lot more stuff. Uh, we had eight, eight or 900 people follow us and we're at, if I'm not mistaken, 1900. We've had a ton, a ton this year. More than double your We've got a lot of people that'll message us during the week. Well, you guys got sweatshirts or t-shirts, or uh, when you guys going to this event, or how'd you do? And people, we don't, we don't know. They're just they're fans that have always followed us, and and now that Facebook is huge, you know, including some overseas. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah, that's crazy. You know, ship some merchandise overseas. Uh, nice. that's up right now that's in dad shop and um you know that's where that's where sweet pain was born and that's where sweet pain was for many 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 years and um uh we last couple of years it's just worked out well to mid-season yank the clutches apart and and do it at dad's otherwise um sweet pain's been here in larchwood okay but sweet pain was definitely born born and raised and in the shop and the farm in Mental South Dakota. <laughs> so I see on the bottom of the screen there, we have a question from a Tim Goslin. Yeah, I was going to, uh, I was going to reference that. Go ahead, Kurt. Um, no, that's the only set of keystones we've ever had. Um, one of them got damaged one time. We kind of did a 
outstanding wheelie and it came down a little too hard, but I think we welded the inner part of that rim back together, didn't we, Craig? Well, those keystones are old enough uh, that they're older than me, and uh, that weld is older than me, or I was too little to remember. But yes, I was welded together, and uh, yeah, we've had people come up at events and want to buy them right off the tractor. Um, I mean, yeah, it, we can't get rid of them now. They're just they're, you know, yeah, it's they're, they're the staple of. You know, and I we lost a cap off one one year. I don't know, it screwed off or came off or whatever. Man, I had a heck of a time finding another one to get back on there. But we got another set upstairs, but they're the they're slightly different. Yeah, Something's different about them. The caps aren't the same, and yeah. But yeah, that's that's cool. I mean, people. I mean, that's just part of that tractor now. You have to run those wheels now. The uh, those Keystone Keystone Classics, aren't they? Is that what they're called? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Thanks for the kind words there. The comments coming across the bottom. Timmy was on there a little bit ago. Yep, I see that. This, this yep. looks like Chickasha uh, uh, here. Uh, you guys are yep. pulling the front end pretty high there. Did, uh, Your production manager is bringing up some pretty good photos now from the from the Sweet Pain pulling <laughs> team. I just I want a little credit, Ron. <laughs> He's working hard in the background here. Working hard. Great job, Jason. <laughs> yeah. Now, Kurt, you look pretty dirty there. Looks like you're doing all the work. I mean, <laughs> I usually am. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got a in my shop here on the farm. We've got a overhead uh, hoist. Know, hoist. You know, we can we can pick the motors off and we set one on the welding table and set one on the frame of the Works. It works really good to to go through the clutches and freshen them up, you know. And we usually have to do that once during the season. We can't quite get through. This looks like still Chickasha here, right? Yeah, that's Ty driving on uh, Saturday night in Chickasha. Um, Jason, do we have the Friday night run on there? Oh, yeah. All right. That was a fun ride for me. Let me tell you, when the when when the front end picked up that big wheelie, that picture of the big wheelie, uh, it, it was you know it's that it's the recliner moment where you go, oh yeah, this is gonna be fun. It's gonna be a good one. <laughs> yeah, it was straight as an arrow, and motors were upstairs, and yeah, that was a that was a ride. You know, I I think I asked you guys when, when we had you on once before. I didn't realize it had been. It seemed like it had just been a few months, but I think it was back in November when we talked to you guys on here. But uh, I, I may have asked you this question, but I just want to throw it out there again because uh, I don't recall what the answer was. Was was there ever a time that you guys, I mean, things were going really bad. You were tearing stuff up. That you just thought maybe we should take a break for a while, or throw in the towel. I'm not that smart. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but Jason would say you, you don't like money. Then is what you. <laughs> you hate your money. That's what my wife says, guys. You hate your money. <laughs> How about you, Kurt? Was there ever a time you thought, yeah, maybe we need to take a break from this for a while? Well, I think was it 2019 or 2020 that COVID year when we had so many. Had so many events canceled, and we went through some motor issues there. 
and uh, we we kind of parked and we we had trouble getting parts and we said next year will be another year let's 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 hang it up and and go on from here okay. am i about right on that craig 2019 yeah, well, 2020 yeah well leading up to that you know we i mean you you can't hardly quit with the way things have been going for us you know we won it in 11 we got second in 12 um and 13 and 14 we ran partial seasons and then um but we still won events you know we were stoked and then uh we won the championship in 15 and 16 17 18 and then uh some wayne longnecker guy beat us longnecker. in 19. um then don nelson in 20. Uh, yeah then 20 was the COVID year and you know we we were just happy to be out there and then like dad said we we broke some motor stuff and and we couldn't couldn't get parts and um actually uh in in the on the conversation of building stuff in our shop, we actually we actually were going to throw a set of heads away from the 2020 season, and uh, thankfully we didn't because we had we spent like four solid days welding them back together, and then we used them. They were a quality piece as far as horsepower. They were some of the best heads we had, but they were all tore up, and we weren't going to have them fixed just because it was going to cost so much to have them fixed. But we couldn't get new heads. And it was late in the spring and uh, we started welding on them. And yeah, it was like four solid days of welding on them. To, and then we ran them all season and, and it was fine. But yeah, it was kind of a low, but you know, you were, you were living pretty high there for a long time. And so did you guys have trouble this, this season getting parts? Yeah. We didn't, we didn't need any. We didn't need <laughs> we any. Didn't need any. <laughs> He's here for short memory. It's a short memory. We, um, we, you know, well, just things off the top of my head, um, oil pans, rods, fuel pumps, intake manifolds, block, crank showed up late. Um, I mean, you, you could just about get everything there, you know, but, um, it wasn't for our lack of trying, that's for sure. But like Dad said, you know, we we ended up not consuming a lot of parts, so uh, we we had spare stuff ready to go if we did. But fortunately, we didn't. Yeah, it was kind of uh, ironic the the season you're talking about the COVID year. You know, we had I think in total we had 17 hooks in total for the organization that year, which was more than uh, anyone else out there was was pulling for that season. Uh, during COVID. So it's just kind of ironic. Uh, it was a shorter season with fewer hooks and you guys had a lot of motor issues, but uh, you came back with a vengeance in uh, 21 for sure. So, I mean, Ty, where's your favorite place to pull? Mm, favorite place? I don't know. Lufkin's kind of at the top of my list now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, Troy's got a little soft spot in yeah. my heart. Um, but I think, I think Rock Valley has got to take the cake. It's, it's hard to go. It's hard to drive 30 minutes, 30 minutes. And for your whole family, your coworkers, your ex coworkers, your, your friends of friends of friends that, I mean, everybody's there. So yeah, that's, that's I, kind I of a hometown pull for you really. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, Craig, you mentioned, I heard you mention White Right when we were talking about pools. I mean, what, where's your favorite place? Uh, I, 
I love so many of them. I, I don't, I, I really love Rock Valley because um, I really love Rock Valley, White Wright, and Wisner because you can really tell how the promoters get into it and just like do whatever, doesn't matter, whatever they can to make it better the next year. Yeah. Uh, you know, we know a lot of the Rock Valley guys personally that run that and they do a phenomenal job. The stuff that we see them doing in the background, uh, I'm sure we don't see half of it, but yeah. So, but like dad said, back in, back in the day, it was definitely Hinton. Hinton was the Mecca of events in the Midwest here. And, uh, oh dad, there's a picture I found from the Hinton event. I was driving. You can see, I got the, the fire suit pants on. Uh, that's Jacob. That'd be one of the nephews. What is he now, mom? 23. Uh, yes, I believe so. And about six foot four. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. I'm underneath the trophy. And that's Lori Bauer. At, yep. If you. <laughs> oh, wow. But yep. yeah, so well, actually, that's, that's probably that one there, 2007. Yeah, I guess that's another way to say it. the trophies that we put on this trophy case are the, are the Hintons, the Rock Valleys. Um, that that's pretty well the that's the Hanton and Rock Valley shelf right there. That that's the ones that, like Dad said, you get most of the family at, most of the family and friends at. Um, I thought Dad was going to say earlier that the Hinton one year in Hinton, um, I back up a little bit. So, so when when Mom and Dad put me in the seat when I was sixteen, so we were running two classes then. You know, the light class, the heavy class, right. and the let's see, it would have been uh, fifty eight and a seventy two at that time. And uh, so I drove the light class and uh, dad drove the heavy class and, and I won it uh, in Hinton. I won the light class and dad won the heavy class. And that, that was, that was really awesome. Wow. You guys both won kind of swept it that day. Yep. Yeah. I've, I've heard a lot about Hinton that uh, it was kind of a legendary pull uh, back in the day. Yep. Uh, what, whatever happened with that pool? Um, I think it was a voluntary run deal. I don't, Dad, if you remember, I don't. Yeah, it was put on by the Hinton Civic Club, and it was a big fundraiser for their uh, baseball field and I'm not sure other things around town. And um, I think they just kind of burned themselves out. That pull went, the first tractor pull that I ever went to that had anything really good to watch, you know, like. Uh, Oh, who were those? Carl Youngren, uh, the old Superstock guys. They'd run like 1256s. Um, I was about an eighth grader, and our local Oliver dealer, uh, Gerald Mettler, and my dad, and a few other of us, we went down to watch that hint and pull. That would have been uh, 1965, and that pull went on till when? Up to five years ago? Um, yeah, yeah, maybe five or ten years ago, something yeah, like that. It, it went a long time, you know. And then, you know, Rock Valley came, Wisner came, two sleds, two tracks, two nights, two nights, just stuff like that. Kind of overtook that pull, but really he had a great pull there for many, many years. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a long time. I mean, you, if, if that's over fifty years, I think. Uh, Yep. Uh, 65 to 2015 or so or whenever they stop but yeah yeah it's 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 cool to hear about some of those those 
some of those legendary pools like that. And I, I've heard a lot about the Hinton, Iowa pool. So mm -hmm. definitely not the first time I've heard about it. But And it's um, easy to remember the events, you know, that are more recent. Um, obviously, the Hinton one's a little bit older. But, man, we've been to some, some pretty cool places. Um, Taylor, we, Texas. Uh, yeah, the Taylor, Texas cool. event. That was that was pretty neat. Run kitty corner inside that rodeo arena. And, um, you know, try not to hit the concrete. Try not to hit the concrete pole, the concrete pillars on the sides. And, yeah, that, that was pretty neat. And we always had a heck of a mod class down there. Um, I've heard the Texas guys talk about that pole. So they always had a really good track there. Yep, it was a really big power track there. Yeah, so that was even more interesting because the track was narrow power track you'd usually stand on the wheelie bars and then you could you didn't hit you know you couldn't hit the concrete so <laughs> that was pretty fun um man we you know the early days of the hutchison minnesota poll you know that's a huge event now um you know we were there running region three um I had mentioned that Sandwich, Illinois event earlier. That that was neat to go out there. You know, it was a little it was a little different. And you'd run into a few other guys when you'd run out there. Um, you know, you'd run into Bob Jostock and yeah. and um, Don Dini and um, uh, Bollinger's and you know guys like that. That you you know we we used to run against Jostock a lot back in his Chevy days. He'd come all the way over to Minnesota and run, but Otherwise, you, you know, you didn't see him for a few years and then you'd get a little bit closer to him and they, they'd show up and, and re remind you how good they still are. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Wisconsin events, um, Ridgeland, Ridgeland, Wisconsin, that's, uh, that sticks out. That was a pretty neat event, a huge hill and, you know, people sitting up there and then it, you know, rained one year and people are sliding down the hill and, <laughs> they grab a they grab a twelve pack of beer and climb up in a tree and sit up there and pretty oh, soon one of them might fall out of the tree and uh, I don't know if it was the track I, I guess what I'm saying I guess the spectators were the funnest part of that deal. I don't know. But, um, well, that that was quite a memorable event though, Craig. You know, Jack Jack Kilmeyer. Everybody knows Big Jack. Big Jack. That guy had was a twenty six wins in a row. Yeah, and we were at Ridgeland. Uh, Wisconsin. I don't remember what year that was. 2003? Yeah, early 2000s, yeah. And we took him out that night. It was <laughs> his first loss after 26 wins. And the Polar Magazine had a picture of us. Front end up in the air, blow-by tubes blowing a while out. Them three Chevys were just screaming. And they called us Jack the Bean Slayer or something like that. So <laughs> took Jack Kilmeyer out. Actually, <laughs> Actually, speaking of pitch, speaking of pitchers, here it is. This is the pitcher from the. Can you see that? Yeah. Kind of reflection. A little bit of glare off the glass. But yeah. yeah. Trying to get it in the right spot. Um. Yeah, that's from the Polar Magazine. Yeah, I think the caption was uh, "Jack the Giant Killer." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's cool. And you know, he remembers that too. I bet. We we love to see Jack come over and, and compete with us. He's uh, he's just such a good competitor, and uh, we got good memories of competing with those guys. Yep. Yeah, I'd love to see those guys come back more often and yep. get them in there more regularly. But go ahead, Craig. What were you going to say? Uh, Jack's just so hard to beat, you know. He, and you know he always was. Um, I think he always will be. 
And, you know, when we were running hot and heavy in the region three days, the, uh, the, is it, can we talk about NTPA on, on, is this an outlaw show? Oh, you can. We're talking, we're talking about you guys. This is your history here. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, we, one thing I'd like to make clear, you know, there's plenty of tractor pulling in the United States for everybody. You you know, the outlaws are in the Midwest and we love them. We absolutely love them. I mean, I've been on, what have I been on the board of directors for nine years or something like that. And um, we love them. We love the shows. We love the people the most. And, you know, we get a lot of those comments when these um, guys that don't normally run with us come and run with us. They, we, they routinely tell us that in the pits. Uh, that they, they'd love to come back, you know, they, they get that feeling. But um, Dad ran a lot of NTPA. Um, and, th- and then when I came along, then then I did too. So for those Region 3 days, those were brutal. Uh, that was, you know, Doc Christensen. And we became, we became good friends with them. Of course, they were running Chevys and we were running Chevys and we were helping each other and we were working out at each other's shops and stuff like that. And and, um, you know, so he's running Grand National stuff now. Um, Dick Ziegler was brutal. Twin Allison's out of Wisconsin. He was brutal. And, um, you know, they're Wayne, Wayne Nolgnecker's got his hands in that one, too. So yep. we're always trying to beat Wayne. But uh, <laughs> Brett Berg was running three Chevys against us then. Jack Kilmeyer was running. Um, am I missing anybody, Dad? There, yeah, there was. There was a Ron Linder from, uh, from Wisconsin. Uh, from Wisconsin. Joe Stack would show up from Michigan. Th- those are just utterly brutal. Oh, Brutus. Can't forget Brutus. Tom Fleischman. Tom I mean, Fleischman. He was tougher than hell. You, you could yeah. bear Yeah. I mean, if you got even close to him, you were just high-fiving each other. You, know, <laughs> you didn't even have to beat him. It's just unreal. And, you know, that I think that really – Honestly, I think it killed Region 3 mods because um, after we all kind of dissolved, you know, Jack quit for a few years. Um, uh, Dick, unfortunately, passed away. Tom quit. Um, you know, Doc stuck around. Berg put on another couple motors, put Hemis on and and, and went running Grand National. Um, we, we went outlaws. Uh, it was so competitive. Nobody could come in. And... Um, Fortunately, we had some variety. The outlaw mods are just unbelievable variety as far as I'm concerned. And there's, you know, if some of these rules pass, the LS engines might come in. Uh, We might get some more twin Allison's. Twin turbines are being built. Super, super excited about seeing those guys go down the track. Donald Nelson's six cylinder is just amazing. I, we we got it. Yeah, we can't. I hope Don never gives up on that. Yeah, Yeah, he, he, I guess he found some metal in the oil filter there Saturday afternoon. Was un- unable to run Saturday night. Or- Is that that's why he didn't come back? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's too bad. So uh, you mentioned twin turbines. I mean, you're the class rep in the in the seventy four hundred pound modified class. What are you hearing? I mean, as far as what's being built, I mean, can you let us in on some of that? Well, there's you know in the off season people are always optimistic, and that's great. You know that's the way it should be. Um, there's um, you know, some a lot of this is depending on if rules get changed. But uh, you know, Jeff Geiger has in his hands. Um, uh, not to be confusing here, the last year we passed a rule for uh, 
triple turbos to go on a Chrysler Hemi with EFI and uh, Jeff Geiger from the Allison days of Jeff Geiger. Well, and I guess recently the light mod, he right. has that long block in his hands. It's at his place. So they need to finish that and then, and that'll be out and that'll be way unique and different. And then, um, you know, if the, if the EFI thing passes on the twin Allison, so you can run twin Allison's today, but not with EFI. And, um, you know, the, the, the Bodiot family has the Allison's in the light mod class currently, and they have EFI. So they would highly consider putting two on. Uh, there's also the turbocharged LS that, uh, so, you know, if that four engine rule passes, then, uh, then we'll probably have four LS engines in our class, which would be way cool. You know, LS is the, been the hot ticket for how long in the, in the rest of the world, everybody's, everybody's boosting an LS. Yeah. So, uh, that would and be neat. He was pretty unbeatable in that class towards, once he got it figured out this season, towards the end of the season, he was almost untouchable. That thing was running pretty hot. So, yeah. um, yeah, a few yeah. years ago, I had an idea of building a tractor, and that's what I wanted to build was a, a twin six-liter, and he beat me to it. So. <laughs> uh, there's always somebody out there, you know. It's like, I had that idea. <laughs> <laughs> but it's awesome. I mean, it's awesome to see. Yeah. Uh, yeah, always people are always curious about what's, you know, who's coming next year, you know, what's being built. Uh, twin turbines, who's who's out there with twin turbines? Barron's building I talked something? To Gary, I talked to Gary Barron's this afternoon, and um, – they they plan on I think they plan on being out with their twin turbine. Okay, That'd be they, awesome. they've got a lot of it built. That you know, it's for those as those of you that have never built one. You know, when it looks like it's eighty percent done, you have eighty percent left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the little stuff is what all takes the details. It. Yeah, yeah. get overlooked, but yeah, uh, that's that's. Are we talking about the turbinator? Or is there different different track? Turbinator. Yeah. yeah. Same yeah, track. they're coming with a new tractor. They so they have the turbinator, and then they're coming with the new tractor. Okay. So I don't know what they're going to call it. I I was trying to get it out of them, and I was making suggestions, but I don't think they like them. <laughs> <laughs> so so are they going to run two tractors? Then is that the plan, or you know? I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. No, I don't think so. Okay. I, I don't know. I just don't know. That yeah. Well, you know, the turbine guys, they hardly ever have to work on them, right? So, I mean, it should be easy enough to run to it. That's the joke. Uh, we get to work on them. Uh, we always give them a hard time. They don't. You know, everybody gives them a hard time about. They need about, a good battery charger. Keep the battery charger. <laughs> well, that was back in the day, back in the 70s and 80s. It seemed like they had to have a, a, a support vehicle to help get them started. And it took forever to get them started on the line. It's like. Yeah. Technology is great that they had to over. They got to overcome that. That always seemed like a waiting game, waiting on those turbines to fire. I mentioned Don Dini earlier, and we, you know, we didn't, we hadn't been around turbines. I mean, there were some around. Um, uh, Galen Cooper here locally had one. A lot of people know Galen Cooper. Um, long time ago, you know, he ran one, and of course, Barons and Peshes are very well known in the Outlaws and. And uh, but when but back in like the late 90s, when we went out, we were running region three stuff. So we're out by Chicago and we run into Don Dini and dad and I are walking around the tractor looking at it. I mean, we don't even know what the turbine looks like, you know, and he's got a big one and a little one. And yeah. then he's got a little four cylinder gas engine on there. And it's, <laughs> we're like, 
we looked at each other like, oh, we don't even know what this thing is. What is this? I don't even, we're in the hot pits behind the sled, you know, we don't even, and he, and he hooks onto that thing and just shoo, like, okay, well, you got our attention. We're, I'm, I know he beat us that night. Wow. Okay. Well, you guys, uh, you guys have some sponsors this year. I, I know you probably would like to thank some of those sponsors. Yep. Yep. We've got Richard's repair just down the road here in Larchwood. Um, he came on this year. Sounds like he's coming on next year. He's pretty yep. optimistic. Um, yeah, he talked to me last night. He's ready for next year already. Yep. So we, we haven't been home for um, no time and, and, and we're, and we're super glad to have him on. And um, they're great. It's a great truck shop here in town and um, they do a ton of payloader work, uh, tons of, you know, tons of diesel work, but the heavy equipment, there's a lot of that also wheel dyno um they do all kinds of wheel dyno work for all kinds of, i mean they're very well known in the area they lee and his crew has done a tremendous job and uh well it, and he's into chevys too he's, he's into chevys and he's into supercharged chevys so uh, <laughs> we help him out a little bit with his cars too yeah. awesome so it's a perfect relationship yep. and we got we got lg seeds has been a sponsor for many years for us used to be great lakes hybrids on some okay. of those older pictures that you were showing and that company moved in with LG and they've, they've been a sponsor for us and appreciate them very much too. Yeah. Dammer trucking is also local to us and, uh, and, uh, they're, they're a sponsor of ours too this year. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, we're appreciative of that. We're, you know, we're, if you're out there and you're looking for uh, a plane <laughs> to sponsor, we're here, get a hold of yeah. us on Facebook yeah. or, or However you can stop in. Yep. <laughs> well, guys, congratulations on uh, a great 2022 season. Uh, Thank so, you. So uh, you're going for the trifecta in 2023, then. So, yep. um, uh, good luck on uh, on uh, future success, and thank all of you for coming on, uh, Kurt, Barb, uh, Ty, and and Craig, and of course uh, Trace, wherever he went, he disappeared. Yeah, there. I don't know. He ran out of the shop. I don't know. What <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming on. Congratulations on uh, another points championship with the Outlaws. Thanks, Alan. Thank, Thank you. you very much. much. Have a good night. You yep. too. Now what do we do? Just let them do it. They'll cut us off. Well, I think Jason is. Uh, Jason must be eating supper or something. So. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, he doesn't give me the controls here to control what's going on, so I can. Uh, so you can't shut us, I, shut us off. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it from here. Jason has the switch there, so. So Ron, I think, can... I, I think you need some credit. You do a heck of a job for us. Oh, thanks, Kurt. Appreciate you, you it. Really do. Appreciate it. Yep. Thank you guys, and uh, okay. congrats on a great season for sure. Yep. Thank you. Okay. Go ahead. So I'm going to try to pull up some more video here of
Well, video is not wanting to come on here. So, folks, thanks for tuning in tonight. Uh, we'll be back next week. Um, have some guests I'm working on. Everybody seems to be really busy right now. I know pretty much Harvest 2022 for most folks is in the books. Uh, but thanks for tuning in tonight. Um, and when I mentioned Harvest there, it's, it's simply a lot of the guys. I'm trying to get on some of the points winners. Still busy with that. Um, so but we're working on some other uh, points champions we want to get on here. Of course, the banquet coming up. Um, and we're booking pulls for 2023. So uh, stick around and uh, check us out on social media. Check out our Facebook or our uh, website, outlawpulling.com. But thanks for tuning in tonight. We'll see you next Tuesday at 7 o'clock. Outlawed Live with Ron Stone and Jason Schultz.